One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How does one topple the tribal chief, take the titles, terminate the tenure of Roman Reigns. Acknowledge us at Cultaholic. We have nine possible ways to find out. It's nine pitches for Roman Reigns' WWE Undisputed Universal title defeat. Tom Campbell in the host seat for an absent Jack the Jobber, uh, but joined with nine pitches regulars. The minds behind the madness, Andrew Hodkinson to my left. Hello. Hello. And to my very left, Ross Tweddle. Guten Tag. I like the German there as well. Mercy. <laughs> Did we think we'd be sat here just a week or so after WrestleMania going, how'd you get the belt off Roman? <laughs> no, because it should have happened last week, shouldn't it, Tom? Mm, should have happened. Shouldn't it, Andy? Uh, yeah. Give him what for, Andy. Give him what for. Uh, it felt like the right time. Uh, and there's been so many times when we've been like trusting the process, aren't there? But now it's like, oh, I don't know where he could go. I, we can still trust the process. We can, like we can. Say. That's we can true. We still trust the process because he can do the redemption arc. He can get spaffed yeah. on by Brock Lesnar and then work his way back up. I'm fine with that. That's a match I want to see. Just whether, you know, if they keep the crescendo because it was there, the crescendo. Yeah. Hopefully the story doesn't go on too long. They decided mm. to crochet and didn't. Ah. Ah. Mm. <laughs> we can trust the process, but today we've decided in nine different ways to take the process into our own hands. And remember, when it comes to nine pitches, it's not what we think will happen. It's, it's what, what we want to happen. Adrenaline <laughs> in your soul. Let us start with Ross Twiddell. It rhymes. Nearly. So a satire just after Roman Reigns might have told Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman that he's done with the Usos in real life because during last week's SmackDown, Jay was set to take on Sami Zayn. Jay thought Jimmy was in the building and would be with him at ringside, but Jimmy wasn't there. Just like Daddy wasn't there for Austin Powers. I was thinking of that song <laughs> as you said that. Jimmy wasn't there. Change my underwear. Circumcisions. <laughs> Pulse. <laughs> Um, Paul says to Solo on this episode of Smackdown last week that we saw with our own working eyes you solved the Sami Zayn problem or you solved the uh, the Bloodlines problem and that's our starting point for my pitch here because I'm all about that sauce because we're asking what does that mean Paul what does that mean we still don't know as we're sat here having watched that Smackdown and the Raw after it what does it mean what does it mean Mm, I don't know let's find out shall we Mm. well in this pitch Sami Zayn absolutely batters Jey Uso in that match on last week's Smackdown and beats him with ease. The next week on SmackDown, which would be this week's SmackDown, Kevin Owens is in town and he beats Jimmy pretty easily too, with Jay banished from the arena by Roman because of that loss to Sammy last week. After a couple of weeks of Roman telling the Usos to stay at home and them ignoring him and turning up to help him, Roman just can't hack the insubordination. He's benefiting from what's happening, but he just can't get past the fact that Jimmy and Jay are not obeying him. By this point in the storyline, obviously we're about 45 whatever days away, Roman 
has locked it in and he's passed a thousand days as champion. That's important to remember because it's a milestone and they're important, I've been told, mm-hmm. in, in various They love forms. a milestone. Mm. They like to make, make a nice graphic. Yeah. Say a thousand days. Out of granite. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so, we get, we, so then we get to the official termination of the Usos in the bloodline as we know it. A proper ceremonial occasion where Roman's all like, I appreciate what you've done for me over the last a thousand days, but after the humiliation you put me through at WrestleMania and the lack of reaction after WrestleMania and the insubordination since shows you're no longer able or allowed to eat at my table. Wise man solo, you may feast, but Jimmy and Jay, you must head off for the famine or whatever the appropriate opposite word is. For Fam- no, famine's yeah, on the money. Yeah, famine famine yeah. I was just worried if it was too severe, you know. Now yeah. then, famine. <laughs> Get out there and famine. Famine. <laughs> Just like Bob Marley did. Uh, the Ula Fallas, I've Googled the name of this. It's the little uh, necklaces that the Usos and the Roman wear at the ring. The Ula Falla. Um, I'm sorry if that's the wrong name, but I, Google told me, so I believed it. Um, are taken away from both Jimmy and Jay, and on this particular weekly edition of a week uh, edition of a weekly show, we uh, ends with them sulking off with Roman just looking on in the background as they walk away in the foreground. It's a wonderful masterpiece mm. of cinematography. So the build is on now for SummerSlam. Jimmy and Jay shared a Boom! And after being fired from the bloodline, it's Jay who has an awakening. He bottled, shoving it, whatever it is, up Roman's arse on two big separate occasions over the past few years and then got jealous when Sami Zayn had the bollocks to do what he didn't have the bollocks to do. So now with nothing left, Jay is the one, as we would say up here in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, who is on one. He is on one, and Jimmy is fully supporting him. We get segments from Roman's house where Jimmy and Jay are turning up and doing serious things to Roman's car, his pool. Maybe he steals his daughter, teaches her (laughs) a lesson to live her life by, a good and valuable lesson, and then returns her within the half hour so he remains a vigilante babyface. It's basically the opposite in tone to what we got from Ray and Dom at Thanksgiving where everyone laughed instead of going, oh my God, what a terrible thing Dom has done. Mm. Um, so the constant attacks, the personal attacks being led by Jay force Roman's hand. So it's on for SummerSlam. We're running it back, boyos, with Roman and Jay inside. Heck in a sec. Hell in a cell, everybody. Mm. Hell in a cell too. Uh, back in the day, we got the very dramatic version of what this match can be, but this time, with all the water under the bridge and everything Jay's done especially, we get an absolutely barbaric ting. There's no colour cord weaponry in sight. None <laughs> of that whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, goodness. We love a purple table. Nah. We yeah, don't. we do. Stop it, Andrew. Uh, thanks to an interference from Solo. Well, you'll guess what happens, don't you? Roman retains once more. Once again, it looks like everything has come full circle. This three and a half year arc is coming to its natural conclusion for Jay Uso. Check out my video where I, I say why he's the main character in this thing over the last little while. It's a great watch, honestly. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> but once again, Roman has poo housed his way out of very, a very tricky situation. And obviously, Jay uses this as motivation for his promos and his matches over the next few weeks weeks and months. He's calling Roman everything under the sun and keeps mentioning, oh, how once again, Romo need Romo? Roman. <laughs> Romo. Romo needs Solo to get the job done <laughs> In the meantime, he's building up his wins again, as is Jimmy, who is sort of in the ear of Jay, who's creating a bit of jeopardy there, a bit of, a bit of suspense, a bit of tension, saying, you know, maybe, you know, you've had a few goes now, Jay, maybe Jimmy, you so can get a, have a go at the title as well. Mm. And then Jay's like, nah, all I need is one more. All I need is one more shot. In the Build and Survivor Series 2020, which I hope is taking place just after Thanksgiving this year, Jay shows up at Roman's house and takes the titles. He steals them, which of course will be sat on the on the dinner table. Roman will be at the head of the dinner table. The title's just there. The Ula Falla just there as well. And Jay takes the lot. 
He steals wow. a lot. The and turkey. he's like, and he, he, aye. <laughs> he, he takes the he takes the piss is what he does. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that Ula Fala thing, I hope I'm saying the right word there for it. The Ula Fala, I see that as the thing that symbolises Roman as being the tribal chief. His is a bit bigger than everybody else's, right? Yeah. And that's important. Yours it's is a bit bigger than you probably are the yeah. next one. And uh, now Roman is really peed off. He's like, Jay, you, Jay. And then Jay's like, sorry, you want these black tape me on, man on man. No Jimmy, no Solo, no Paul. Anything goes, but it's just us two. No bollocks allowed. Roman status ahead of the table means that with, he means less without his Ula Fala, so he accepts the anything goes stipulation, but says if Jay can't outthink him, he doesn't deserve to be the Uwu. He's got he's not gonna ban people from the ringside area. Outthink me, Jay Sophie says. Survivor series is on. It's Jay versus Roman. Anything goes, but Roman tells Solo and Paul to stay in the locker room, and upon seeing this, Jay tells Jimmy to stay back too. But you just know that these two scoundrels have a plan, don't you? Mm. You just know this, don't you? Towards an absolutely a barn burner of a match that is the perfect blend of the drama from Hell in a Cell 1 and the brutality in this pitch from Hell in a Cell 2 we get to the point of the night where Roman hits another spear and it looks like it's over lights out oh my tits and um, when they come back on after a few moments of fighting in the dark we near a scuffle while the lights are off Jay hasn't moved Roman is now laid out on the mat with blood coming from his, from his face and the petals of his Ula Fala scattered all over him at the top of the ramp we see Jimmy Uso and Famico T Fatu oh, oh. It's to- Toko Fat Toko Uso the is that actual yeah. name the new I saw one. his real name yeah uh, yeah Yes, uh, he is the brother of Jimmy, of Jay, and of Solo, and brilliant timing this week. He's made headlines because Rikishi was like, look, there's another brother. He's going to be big as well. So he's the one who was aligned with Jimmy and Jay. So then Jay, after the attack by Thamico um, and Jimmy, drapes the arm across Roman and gets the three count. We have a new champion. Michael Cole is obviously screaming, where's Solo? Where's Paul? We cut to a shot of their locker room. The locker room's door's been barricaded. <gasps> With folk banging the door from the inside. It's simple, but Jay has outsmarted and outfought Roman Reigns to win the big one. Three and a half arc, three and a half year arc completed, and Jay is the head of the table with his new faction, which I have geniusly called the Line of Descent. Because it's descent like, you know, lineage, mm. but descent is in like, I'm gonna say naughty words to you. It's spelt like that one, so it's oh. like oh. Okay. wordplay. <laughs> Babyface <laughs> vigilantes, you could have called them the good line. Oh. <laughs> that just makes me think of the good life. Yeah. <laughs> and Vivian hates the good <laughs> life. She does. Now, there's loads in there. Uh, I love there that. I love Babyface Vigilante Jay Uso, who's like naughty. Within the half hour. <laughs> robbing children. Robbing children. <laughs> only half an hour. Co- uh, yeah, sorry. They've been taught a valuable lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll turn up, smash up the kitchen and go, I'll pay for the damage. Mm. <laughs> He's a good guy. Andrew, your thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed it. I like the the family aspect in terms of you sort of tying it back to tradition with the, is it the Ula Fala and everything as well? I got that one right. And it was at the top of Google results. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's Roman Reigns got round his neck? The weight of the company. <laughs> uh, and I, I really enjoy that aspect of it too. And I, I really enjoy seeing, well, hearing about Jey Uso being the one to tie it all back around. I think, I think it makes sense within storyline. Um, whether, whether it's for the Uwu 
or whether it is just storyline stuff after Roman drops the ooh-woo. Oh, Ooh-woo. <laughs> uh, I mean, remains to be seen, but um, obviously for the sake of the pitch, throwing the ooh-woo in there. I think it makes absolute sense. Bring in the new, bring in the new Uso as well. And uh, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So is it a yes from Andrew? It's a yes from me. Would you be willing to move the Hell in a Cell match to Survivor Series? Of course I Because I, 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 like, I feel like No Holds Barred is, would be ace, but then you build to Hell in a Cell. Like, mm. that, that, should be, that shouldn't much be a, a service station on the road. That should be the final destination. I'm happy mm. to switch those around. Then yeah. it's a yes from me. I'm like a bit of clay. Mold, mold, mold. Let's move to the to the malleable <laughs> Andrew Hodkinson okay. for pitch number ones. Uh, pitch we number ones. ones. Uh, so that was another thing. You could have changed the the catchphrase. We the ones. I'm on one. I'm on one. <laughs> I'm on one. Will that translate? It doesn't matter. Does it, it? will. Do. Of course it will. Of course it will. You'll see the, the the look in his eyes that he's just got off the metro. <laughs> yeah. Stop. He didn't want to get off at. <laughs> yeah. Get off the metro now, Oose. <laughs> Um, okay, so my first one. So, WWE Backlash has a glaring Roman Reigns-sized omission. We know he doesn't tend to work the B-shows, and why should Backlash be the exception? When heading into the event, it looks as though the focus will be heavily placed upon Brock and Cody, and maybe a six-man tag match involving the Usos and Sokoa versus Sammy, Kevin, and Riddle. So the following Raw after Backlash, let's say the Bloodline are in high spirits. Jay has led the charge for the faction, with Roman closely observing his actions of his family from home. The Tribal Chief's right-hand man, perhaps even scoring his teammates the victory at Backlash to keep the story ticking over between he and Reigns. Got to wet the old uh, the old mouth there. <laughs> Is that what <laughs> Roman says? Yeah, got to wet the old mouth there. Got to wet the old mouth, Oose. Uh, this win brings with it a rare Roman Reigns Raw TV appearance with the UU champion congratulating his cousin on stepping up to the plate to address the Bloodline's problems head on. There's nothing to worry about. There's no crumbling. The Bloodline will always remain on top as long as the WWE and Universal titles are still draped over the shoulders of the Tribal Chief. The thing is, though... The win his family obtained at the pay-per-view isn't the only reason for Reigns' TV appearance on this evening as we look towards the WWE 2023 draft. Yes! Trips has made it very clear that everyone is eligible for the draft and this year's iteration will truly change the game. That's what he said. From the horse's mouth, mm. as they say. So, as the evening progresses, we see superstars stay and move between brands. Towards the show's conclusion, we get the final draw of the evening. With the bloodline untouched, we see the threads begin to unravel. Jimmy and Jay are drafted exclusively to SmackDown, whilst the Enforcer solo remains on Raw. Until finally, it's time for the champion's future to be decided. Roman remains calm. Granted, yes, the bloodline may now be somewhat scattered, but no matter where he goes, he'll still be flanked by at least some members of his family. Roman's name is called SmackDown! Roman smirks and embraces the Usos that OG Bloodline remain together. However, that is until his name is called yet again. Roman Reigns will also be representing the Raw brand. Assuming we continuously cut back and forth between the arena and backstage, you know, to capture the reactions of superstars when they hear the news of their newly uh, of their new weekly homes, we suddenly see Roman's face stricken with confusion as he, as he looks towards the graphics displayed on the TV. It must be a mistake, surely. But the graphics then further 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 reveal the fate of the tribal chief. 
Roman must defend the Universal title exclusively on SmackDown and the WWE title exclusively on Raw. No more shall the titles be defended as one single entity. This could perhaps then act as yet another great swerve within the story of the Bloodline, as after the win they received at Backlash in this pitch, everything could seemingly be getting back on track for the faction. A double swerve, if you wheel. As we the wrestling fans have been waiting for the inevitable crumbling of the Bloodline for some time, only to have us believe they've emerged from Backlash stronger than ever, and then WWE, they pull the rug racked out from under us one again. So Roman still gets to hold both titles, as I believe stripping it, stripping him of one of the titles is a bit underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and a more interesting narrative to me is seeing Roman get stretched thin with having to now defend his titles on two separate, uh, as two separate entities, sorry, essentially like having to pull double duty in this whole thing. Mm. And then you open the possibility for Cody to eventually take the WWE title off Roman down the line uh, for the Raw brand. Obviously at this point, you got Solo on Raw as well. So that ties everything back to WrestleMania 39, where Solo helped uh, Roman pick up the win. Um, and then you also get to keep the Universal title on Roman if WWE wants to extend his reign past the 1,000-day mark, because that's the one that counts, I believe. That is the one that he's held. The Universal. The longest, yeah, the big one. And, uh, and, and then... If Jay is on SmackDown as well, you can also come full circle with it, as Ross was saying, you know, doing the full circle, the storyline thing. If WWE did want to pay the storyline off with main event, Jay Uso finally being the one to dethrone his abusive cousin. So, like, I've not gone full in for, like, how it happens. Mm. I've, get, I've pitched an idea as to how it could happen. And then Roman is getting stretched thin because the titles have been split. You don't take one off him because I feel like it just, it feels, it feels like a cheap cop-out to just take a belt away from him. I feel like he wouldn't want he, he wouldn't be the person to let that slide either and let that go down. So for him to be stretched thin, we think he's going off to take a nice old long break uh, after WrestleMania. We think he's not going to be here for, for the longest time. But it, again, it's another swerve in that, no, he's got to pull double duty now. He's on both brands. He's got to represent both titles and he's getting stretched thin and all the crumbling and this, that and the other. And jobs are good. And it's uh, a great twist, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I love the idea of Roman Reigns' difference getting split. Yeah, it is a cop out if you just get stripped of a title. Mm-hmm. It? it can't be happening. So that is the way no. to do it. Mm. Uh, do you do we foresee who do? You, so you mentioned Cody there. Do you think, think Cody, Cody may be the, the main w- guy? Yeah, SummerSlam. Daddy had. Yeah, for, for a, brief for a spell. tiny little while, <laughs> um, and then the Universal title uh, if they do want to tie all the story back together with it being the big one. Uncle Howdy. Uncle (laughs) Uncle Howdy. (laughs) Just jump off a platform. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, whoever takes that one off Roman is going to be a huge star. Now it almost feels like if you do split the titles, does the WWE title feel like the lesser one of the two? I mean, it's got the less stock in it for him. Yeah. Because as you say, there's... Thousand Day Reign is about the blue one, not mm-hmm. the black one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but plus, also the the whole thing there, which I really like about the idea of Roman being worn down, mm. and it, it kind of gives it like a little metaphorical foot on the rope excuse for Roman yeah, to come sure. back again. You know, you could have him defend it against uh, against a, like a massive opponent on SmackDown, mm-hmm. barely make it through, but nobody's got to defend the WWE title on Monday. Yeah. Still pagged from that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Well, if I, if, I, if I wasn't worth this awful schedule, I guess that protects been all him right. as well at the same time, oh, doesn't it? I, I think sure. so. I think yeah. it protects him. It's a yes from me. Oh, it's yeah. a yes from me Thank too. Thank you. 
Double Thank guess. Boys. Strong starts. Uh, mine takes place, my first one takes place a little bit earlier than, than Mania. Mine's a bit more contextual. It's Money in the Bank Ooh. 2023. We're in that there, London. And the show opens with the men's Money in the Bank, Drew McIntyre winning the briefcase. Ooh. What a boy. a big boy. Main event, it's Roman Reigns versus Gunter for the undisputed WWE Universal title. Ooh. I genuinely think this is a match. Despite the fact it's two heels, I think you could put that on last. Of course People you could. Into yeah, it. Batter, batter each other. Batter each other. Oh. Hoss fight. David Hosselhoff. Uh, David Hosselhoff, everybody. <laughs> proves, to be, proves to be Roman's biggest test. Every trick in the book. Heyman's distractions. Uso's running in. All rendered moot by Imperium and Gunter's big hands. Six spears. Back to back puts Roman on top of Gunter for three, though. Roman barely survives. Usos and Imperium break out into a brawl post-match because Gunter, post-match, Roman gets handed a further beating by Gunter. Gunter's back up after six spears and carries on just clattering Roman. Usos are in. Imperium are in. Brawl everywhere. Refs get in. Try and stop the fight. Mm. They get walloped away. And eventually wrestlers are sent down. Go sort this out. Clear the ring. Just bodies everywhere. And it's just, and it's just an all-out war between wrestlers who are fighting earlier and all that stuff. Fights start to spill outside the ring. Roman remains in the ring. But he ain't on his own because the crowd suddenly realise everyone's left the ring except Roman and Drew McIntyre just Ooh. staring at the back of Roman Reigns. It's all in the reveal here. As Drew, Drew's music isn't playing, he's just suddenly stood there. I think he did something similar with The Undertaker where he was just like stood behind him mm. growling. And then Roman turns around and, he, and Drew unloads a Claymore, hands over the briefcase, cracks another three, makes the cover. We're in the UK. Drew McIntyre <laughs> takes the undisputed titles from Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank. Whopper of a reaction. Wow. I know a lot of people think that finish the story is Cody and Roman, but bear in mind that Drew and Cody have history as well. Have l'histoire, <laughs> and I've and I think I mentioned this in a previous uh, pitch as well. So I'm gonna throw it in again. I like the idea of a slow burn heel turn, madness of King George esque turn for Drew. <laughs> where he just suddenly becomes more angry and paranoid like a mm. wild king and starts turning on and attacking everybody. And it's Cody, his former tag partner, that tries to make him see sense and eventually says, I have to suck the poison out of my mate Drew <laughs> and to take the titles from him like the, like the Lord of the Rings precious. I'll take your Ooh. word for it. Take my word for it. <laughs> That's my pitch. I tell you what, up until you said the bit after Drew won the title, I was like, it's a no, no, no mm. from me. I'm like, he's just doing it because of the, the, the man the who's pop. from close to London being in London. Close enough. But then the stuff after makes total sense, yeah. and that brought me around, so it's a yes from me. Oh, come on. That's the thing that, that did it for me as well. You, you explained why this would be uh, would be an interesting idea, for sure. And uh, so it's a yes from me. I like, uh, I like the idea of, as well, sort of Drew... Turning, but then also at the same time, you know, being like, "Well, I'm owed this anyway because I held the company on my shoulders through the pandemic era." And mm. where's my thanks? Where's my flowers? Kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I enjoy that. Yeah, that's cool. Nice. That's really cool. Thank you very much. Oh. Three yeses. Oh, what a polite day at the office. No pressure. Round two, Ross. Over to you. So we're kicking this one off. Money in the bank. This is Roman Reigns Ooh. taking on Sheamus. 
packed. SummerSlam, Jey Uso, stacked. A Saudi Arabia show that might have not happened during this period of time. Randy Orton, packed. Survivor Series, Jimmy Uso, stacked. Day One pay-per-view, Seth Rollins, packed. Royal Rumble, Roman's so confident by this point, he doesn't even care who's challenging. He issues an open challenge. Nobody can beat me, I'm the king of the castle. Wow, wow, we are. I'm nobody's bitch. If you submit! Oh, no! The open challenge is answered by The Rock, but that doesn't matter. He's been stacked. Roman wins again. <laughs> Elimination Chamber. Sami Zayn again. Packed. It's been the same old bloodline bollocks this entire time, by the way. He's using Solo. He's keeping Jimmy and Jay on their toes. Yes, he's fighting them, but he's also using them. He's a manipulator. He's an abuser. He's a terrible tribal chief. I think this repetition will make this eventual pitch all the more monumental when we reach its conclusion. WrestleMania 40. Roman Reigns takes on the winner of the 2024 Men's Royal Rumble match. The reigning, defending, intercontinental champion, Aringanaral Gunter. Gunter wins the ooh-woo and becomes double champ. And then he put the microphone in my mouth. I know. <laughs> oh. Becomes a, a double champion with a display not too dissimilar from this year's IC Triple Threat match. Following the match, Gunter relinquishes the IC title because the match is sacred and the belt is sacred too. He says it's a shame nobody can beat him for it, but it can't be playing second fiddle to any title, even the ooh-woo, and he's just ended Roman Reigns' reign at 1,314 days. He has to did the maths. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> you had me ready for like, and then the Usos turn. <laughs> and I was just, ah, gonna beat him. <laughs> he could be heel, he could be baby, I reckon he could be babyfaced by this point, just naturally by battering folk. Yep. I'm all on board, Gunter, staying undefeated until he loses the ooh-woo. Yeah, Andrew, Gunter, and uh, to take, the, take the belt from Roman, your thoughts? Well... Uh, spoilers for my second pitch there. Oh. So I'm going to have to give it a yes this anyway. Keeps happening. <laughs> it does keep happening. I never confirmed it. We don't. We don't. Because we like the surprise, don't yeah. we? But, um, but no. Uh, uh, fantastic. It's, um, it's a shame, perhaps, that maybe... Uh, no one takes the belt off Gunter to then make another star oh, yeah. in the in the IC in the mid card uh, title picture, um, but I feel like it would also make sense for a character like Gunter to to do such a thing at, at the same time too. Yeah, because so. I didn't want to have Gunter win the big one and then have to lose pretty soon after. Yeah, lose one of the titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me way out. I copped mm. out. No, no. <laughs> I think you thought. I think you thought round it quite well there. I disagree with you both. I think Gunter is the kind of man that would go. Matt is sacred. No one's beat me for this. Keeping it. Oh. Keep it till you do. Mm. I'm having this belt here, this belt here, that belt there. That's a great image for Gunter. That would be pretty good. I'm just going to have them until someone beats me. Then you can have them. Maybe you can do some shenanigans down the line where they say, you know, you haven't defended it in 30 days, so give it here. Mm. Um, but I like it. I, you know what? It's, it's a lovely, simple pitch. Uh, it kind of rounds out Roman's year. Yeah. And ends it with making a star, which Ooh. is the whole purpose of this long title reign is to make a star. Yeah. And Gunter certainly feels like that guy that could be the star. So, yeah. So, yeah, from me as well. Yes, boy. There's Do even, like, we've got similar things in where I've done, like, a little bit of a timeline as well <laughs> for certain things. Because you'll say stacked, jacked, packed, back, sack, and crack. I was trying to remember the, the catchphrase he was using when he was in Was it pack, pack and stack and pack, pack and stack and pin him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, pack and stack and pin. Ah, yes, the old, I was just the old and pack, <laughs> the old pack and stack and pin. Doing the old pancake. 
Right, right it's like you work for Tesco Woosh. <laughs> <laughs> Are we ready? Well, in a similar vein here. So um, I'm sort of extending the universe of my last pitch to accommodate for this one. So the titles have been split. Is defending one on one brand and the other on another brand. Um, and we're going to focus on the SmackDown roster as well. So I believe if this universe splits the undisputed WWE Universal Championship into two separate top titles, it's only fair that the tag titles follow the same path too. So at SummerSlam this year, we see a few major happenings take place. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens... Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens enter a SmackDown tag team turmoil match to defend their straps against the Usos, Ricochet and Braun Strowman, and Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci of Imperium. Kaiser and Vinci actually managed to pick up the pinfall on Sami and Kevin after a hard-fought back and forth, but the Usos enter the fray next to steal the victory in devious fashion and the titles from the grasp of Imperium. They don't get to keep them. No, they don't. Gunter also finally loses loses his IC championship to Sheamus in another 75-star classic. <laughs> and Roman Reigns' grasp on the WWE championship finally loosens as Cody Rhodes picks up the title. Dusty never could, but he did, sort of, but he couldn't, uh, by defeating the Tribal Chief. So the following SmackDown sees the bloodline take to the to the ring to discuss the matters that went down at the biggest party of the summer. Roman sees all the doubt on the internet, all the doubt buzzing around the locker room, talks of his monumental reign all coming to an end, talks of the bloodline crumbling, but the truth of the matter is they've never been stronger. They smashed the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn problem for good, and the title that kicked this all off is still firmly in the Tribal Chiefs' hands. This is the title, my title, and and those days are just going to keep ticking over since there's no one in the back that could ever live up to carrying this amount of prestige around their waist. And that's when the arena is suddenly engulfed in a wide light as God, no, Gunter, <laughs> as Gunter, Kaiser and Vinci appear to confront the bloodline. Gunter scoffs at Reigns' claims of prestige, reminding the tribal chief that the only two reasons he still holds that title are standing right beside him. And the only reason that Usos are holding the titles are because of the two people standing beside the ring general. You talk about prestige. Gunter reminds Roman that he was the one to make the IC title mean something again he was the one who had the longest reign in recent WWE history until Roman surpassed that at the beginning of the year. The United Kingdom Championship is a thing, okay, everybody? <laughs> Please don't forget that. But that's Hashtag just, never forget. <laughs> but that's just the difference. Gunter commands respect for his hard work, whereas Roman demands respect. And even then, Gunter looks towards Jay. You can't even obtain that right. Oh. <laughs> Gunter says to Roman, you truly, want, uh, you truly want people to acknowledge you. You want to go down in the annals of history. Beat me. Prove to me and the people in attendance and yourself that you're truly worthy of this prestige you talk about. Roman just simply tells Gunter, no. You got to get to the back of the line just like everybody else. And so because he lives to protect the integrity of this great sport of professional wrestling. That's exactly what happens. Roman, uh, sorry, Gunter goes to the back of the line oh. and works his way up. So following SummerSlam, I believe the rough pay-per-view schedule will perhaps, you know, we might have a crown jewel in there somewhere in November, then Survivor Series, followed by the Rumble, and then finally WrestleMania 40. So as a brief timeline, I see Kaiser and Vinci defeating the Usos to win their first main roster tag titles at Crown Jewel. We get a War Games match after that at Survivor Series between the Bloodline and Imperium with Ilya Dragunov joining the latter's ranks to even the team numbers. However, nice. unfortunately, they lose out to 
to put Reigns's fa- uh, to put Reigns's faction in front, and then you've got Imperium on the back foot a little bit there. <coughs> Gunter goes on to win the Royal Rumble, perhaps going head-to-head with Lesnar as the final participants in the match. So we still get that, a little bit of that going on. And then Roman has no choice but to truly pay attention to Gunter. It's now undeniable that the ring general has earned his place in the main event of WrestleMania 14. Then he clatters him, batters him. He's got that belt. Good lad. Keep it forever. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Ross, what are your thoughts? Honorable Gunter. Yeah, because I feel like he is, 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 I think Tom was saying, or you were saying, he's sort of slowly coming around to being this baby face anyway, because people just love him in the ring. People love his matches. And I think he's even spoke before about maybe becoming a baby face at some point. And I think naturally that will happen. Imperium could naturally turn into baby faces uh, just from putting on like solid matches over and over again. And uh, just, you know, the whole thing about Gunter and the map being sacred and him wanting to prove that he is the one to finally topple Roman Reigns uh, could be a little, a nice little narrative to tell. And I like the way you've set up at the Rumble. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Gunter's first challenger. Mm. You can't just have the little bit where Lesnar. No, that's, they uh, yeah. can hark back to that when he's the first leads, challenger as well. Leads back into that. Slap all that meat. Yes, bye bye. So we got yes, Ross. Oh, it's a lovely yes. Yeah, yeah. I, the only thing I would possibly tweak mm-hmm. is again, you two, are, you two have this lovely image of Gunter that I don't have. Where you're saying he'll hand over the belt. You're saying he'll go to the back of the line. <laughs> you know, I've been beating people for years, mate. I'm not going anywhere. I tell you what, I'll win the rumble. And then, then you'll see me. Okay. Then you'll acknowledge ish. Yeah. Um, but that's the only tweak I'd, I'd, I'd have. I love Imperium and the Bloodline as as rivals. It feels very natural. It mm. feels like you get some banging matches out of it as well. And then, of course, Gunter in the main event. I yeah. Think undeniable as a champion. Yeah, definitely. This is great. I just, I, yeah. Yes from me as Thank well, you. sir. Oh. All yeses all round. Oh. Okay, <laughs> this one doesn't contain Gunter. Oh, he makes a cameo. Hey, <laughs> makes a cameo. 
Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins co-win the 2024 Royal Rumble. Oh. <laughs> You'll, I tell you what, you will see some little flicks of storylines from the past throughout this one and mm. sometimes from other promotions. If you get them all, gold star. So Cody and Seth, co-winners of the Royal Rumble. They have a match at Elimination Chamber to determine who will face Roman at Mania. But the bloodline at the behest of Roman Reigns attack both men. The match is thrown out after about 25 minutes. Next night on Raw, the decision is made that WrestleMania will be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Main event of Mania 40. However, Paul Heyman brokers a deal. He wants to make the biggest main event in Raw history and have the WrestleMania triple threat two weeks before. If Roman wins, the Mania match is cancelled. He gets an eye off. <laughs> All parties agree, but it's a setup. Both Seth and Cody are attacked by the bloodline brutally before the bell sounds. Roman gets in the ring, stacks them, pins them, and then the assault continues post-match. Roman Reigns thinks he's done it. That's me having a night off of Mania. I'll go, I'll go watch uh, the Mario movie. <laughs> Adam Pearce announces that the triple threat will not happen at WrestleMania. Instead, Roman will defend his undisputed WWE Universal title on night one against Seth Rollins. The winner of that match will face Cody Rhodes on night two. Ooh. Now, to make it fair, I say we still tell the little Drew McIntyre story that I had previously about mm -hmm. him going mad but without a belt, and we have Cody and Drew have a warm-up match on Mania 1, so that way everybody's potentially had... Two yeah. matches, yeah. so it's fair. Oh, that's good. Roman defends the Uwu against Seth on night one of Mania. War for the ages. Seth weathers a storm until once more flipping Solo Sokoa helps Roman retain the title. Furious. The following night, it's Cody Rhodes' turn. In order to keep everything in check, a special guest enforcer is added to the match that night. And it's only flipping Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> ringside to keep an eye on stuff. And he pays dividends. At one point, the Usos try and stick their oar in, as does Solo Sokoa. Austin gets them sent to the back. At one point, Paul Heyman, with Usos and Solo nowhere near the ring, and Roman facing defeat once again, he attempts a desperation run-in. He bang, eats a stone-cold stunner. Oh. Cheers, mate. Roman Reigns then sees this happening, plants Steve Austin with a spear. One for Cody for good measure, but Cody kicks out at two and a half. Roman's done everything to Cody at this point, and he goes, the Usos aren't here, Solo's not here, my, my, my wise man's down, Austin's there, this is all, uh, this, the fix is in, I'm off. He heads up the ramp. As he heads up to the ramp, out from the backstage area from Gorilla comes Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and the Good Brothers, and they all stand there and go, nah, mate, that ain't happening. The Usos and Solo walk up behind them. They eat super kicks from the Street Profits. Matt Riddle turns up and gives Solo a boot as well. Roman realizes, can't go that way. <laughs> tries to leg it, jumps over the barricade through the crowd. As he tries to leave through one side of the WWE Universe, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Sheamus, and the Brawling Brutes all walk towards him, God. blocking his path. Get back in the ring, lad. Enraged, Roman goes back to the ringside area, tries the other way, where Gunter and Imperium are marching towards him. <laughs> Off you go! He's, he climbs back over the barricade again, finds a third way out, this time near the commentator's table. There's Big E! There's Kofi! There's Xavier Woods! For goodness sake, one more route he can try out of the arena, cut off by Bobby Lashley, the LWO, and Drew McIntyre! <laughs> who recognizes, hang on, you're the biggest problem here. All the wrestlers circle the ring. Roman has no choice but to get back into the ring. As he does, he's met by a kick, wham, stone cold stunner from Steve Austin. Roman Reigns staggers into the corner. Cue Sami Zayn rolling into the ring. 
big old halluva kick to the face of him. Roman staggers into the center of the ring. Drew McIntyre enters the ring, nods to Cody Rhodes. Wham! Claymore to Roman Reigns. The invaders all leave the ringside area. Roman gets back to his feet just to absorb three crossroads. And Steve Austin counts the three as Cody Rhodes is your new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. All the chickens came home to roost. <laughs> all those people upset and frustrated, left, left with nothing in their hands. They're, they're Willie Rogers in their hands by the bloodline. <laughs> all come back to go, now, nah, mate, your time's up now. Off you go. That's my pitch number two. It's like Sid's back garden. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's the, the, the decision here, Tom, is if, or Andrew, we should say, is if we want just a definitive win for Cody or a complete obliteration of the bloodline. What do we want more? My See, argument for this is it also adds that, shad, that cast of doubt, which means that when Roman can potentially come back and go, you see what happened to me last time? Mm. Give us a fair fight. <laughs> and all his matches have been won via dubious shenanigans. Yeah, that's yeah. bastard. Reaping what you sow, mate. That's a good point, actually. Turn around is fair play. I'm like, I'm sort of on the fence because I think the visual is amazing, but then at the same time... The whole roster going, no. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, I think, uh, because I was thinking something similar for my WrestleMania pitches and that everybody that comes out that that Roman has done wrong and the Bloodline has done wrong come out to, like, surround the ring so there's nowhere to go. If something like that happened, I might have given it a yes in terms of so then Cody can do it clean. And mm. then you, he is the biggest star then, right? He's not had any sort of uh, help from people hitting finishes here, there, and everywhere um, to, like, definitively done. Roman's done. I love the visual so much. I think the visual you've painted there is great. I'm going to give it a 50-50. I'm riding. Oh, it's like riding a balance board, fence. you know? As a WCW child, I can see the parallels between this Cody and the sting that took the title from Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> the visual of everyone, all the roster in the ring, because he's taking down the NWO, kind mm. of, in this situation. So I'm going to give mm. it a yeah, because of that. Whoa, oh, nice. Up the, up the WCW. Go on. Up <laughs> the WCW. <laughs> and Cody loves WCW, doesn't he? I'll take a yes yeah. and a half. Was that a WrestleMania pitch that you did there? Uh, so I, that, I was thinking about doing uh, that for a WrestleMania pitch. But I accidentally wholesale lifted it. No, you didn't at all. Not, I've lifted not from, slightest. as I say, other WWE and WWF storylines yeah. and at least one indie storyline, so... If you know it, gold star. Mm, <laughs> I enjoyed the visual, Tom. It's 100 out of 100 for visuals. Oh, thank it's you. It's fantastic. Oh. Okay, third round. Ross, go, sir. <clears throat> I was in the middle of writing a pitch where Cody gets smashed by Brock and then loses another match to Brock conclusively where he's meant to win, but he doesn't. We start this redemption arc, but I got bored <laughs> because it was a bit too predictable and I start to think how well-dressed Cody Rhodes is. Mm. Sparkly shoes, thousands of dollars spent on suits. He's a wonderfully dressed man. And then I had a few cans deep into the night, <laughs> night last night and this is what we got. Cody Cody Rhodes is so down after his second loss to Brock Lesnar that he's cutting a promo where he's saying it's time for me to go home. It's time for me to leave the WWE. I came back to do one thing and there's no way that thing is happening now. I just don't have it in me. This fire has gone out. Turn me into glue. I am a horse. <laughs> just after this promo and not affiliated to WWE in any capacity, Cody and Brandy launch a YouTube channel called On The Roads with Cody and Brandy and we follow them around the world doing anything but wrestling 
anything but wrestling. After nine years away from professional wrestling, <laughs> episode 311 of On the Roads with Cody and Brandy is released, where we see them taking in the sights and sounds and the looks and sleighs of Paris Fashion Week. We're going back to Cody's well-dressed suits. Mm. By this time, the pair of them have done so much travelling and the gorging of so many cuisines the world over that Cody Rhodes, he looks like me. He's let it all go Aww. and there's no getting it back. He got he, more handsome. He, no, he got yeah, fat. he did. He's a fat bastard. He doesn't have to wear spandex anymore, so who cares what he looks like, really? The bloke's living his best non-athlete life. Leave him alone. At one point during 2032's Paris Fashion Week, we hear shoosh, shoosh, s'il vous plaît, and out, come, out comes Paris's current top model... Or tease. He's jiggling his belly like a bowl full of del- jelly and titillating <laughs> the juices of everyone watching both in the room and around the world. As Ortiz nears the end of the runway, he sees former WWE superstar and former colleague Cody, Cody Rhodes and the pair lock eyes. A magnetic field is created in the room. The tension between the pair is so strong, Ortiz begins to suck. <sighs> Like a bloody Henry Hoover. He wants to experience every situation, every sensation, sorry, that comes with a moment like this. So he's sucking in hard. In the process of sucking, Cody is sucked up onto the runway. And the entire room stands and claps. The pair recreates the picture of the Maguire twins on their motorcycles. Google that picture if you don't know what I'm talking about. And after the show, Ortiz says, Hey, Cody, hey, come on. Come back to Money Potemont. He's a bit French now, is Ortiz. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got some talking to do, hey, buddy. Yep, 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 yep. But he's still Otis at his, Otis at his core. Being the top model in Paris in 2032, of course, Ortiz has a personal chef to make him biscuits all the day long. <laughs> Ortiz eats them all day long, and of course, because Cody is a fat bastard who is gorgeous on the world's cuisine over the past nine years, he joins in too. The chef's workload has literally doubled, but the sexy model pair, they have a big plan. They are going to take down Roman Reigns' universal title reign, which, by the way, broke Bruno Sammartino's record sometime in the year 2028, so about four years down the line after that now. Mm-hmm. LA Knight is retired from the ring as the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time, and the winner of the men's 2032 Royal Rumble match. He's back in maximum male models because he's no longer active in the ring. So when spring 2032 rolls around, not even he has the Kavorka he thinks in his, own, his old mind to beat Roman Reigns. So his title shot is going to a person of his choosing and that will be kept a secret until WrestleMania night itself. Ooh. LA Knight has all the cards. How will he play them? Let's find out. So he keeps talking to Rome. This is what we get the build to WrestleMania 48. Is promo offs between Roman Reigns and L.A. Knight of MMM. He, te- he keeps talking to Roman about this real mega power, the likes of which professional wrestling has never seen before. This mega power is coming to get him, yeah! <laughs> you see, because Paris Fashion Week happens in January traditionally. Ortiz and Cody have spent a month now eating biscuits and drinking pop on the sofa. So much so that both men are now unable to leave the sofa and their fat rolls are now interlocking as they start to create a superhuman-like structure known to you and I non-wrestling commentating folk as a giant fat man. There is no stopping the men eating the biscuits and drinking the pop. The pressure between the interlocking fat rolls is too much, even for human skin, the most transformative substance on the planet Earth, this side of a stretch Armstrong. So picture this, right, everybody. The camera for the WWE 24 documentary will be on the floor behind the chef at his own little personal station in Ortiz's Apotimont, yes? And it's going to be shooting up from behind the chef. So 
picture that right. Chef foreground, his station. Then behind that is the couch where Ortiz and Cody are morphing into one man. Then we hear lots of tearing noises, lots of jiggling noises. Dogs, dogs are barking. Clown horn noises. Any noise you can think of. The camera, slow, where's my third page? Slowly tilts up and we see this giant superhuman-like structure. None, of course, to you and I as a giant fat man. He starts to unfurl himself and he stands up like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters, but even bigger. That's what's coming for Roman. The head of Cody. The torso of Ortiz and Cody. The neck tattoo of Cody is somewhere on the upper arm of this thing because does it have a neck? Does it heck? Oh, stay with me, oh, stay with good. me. That's good. We're good anyway. This thing is the thing that's going to go one on one in the main event of WrestleMania 48 with Roman Reigns. Its entrance starts with this thing jumping over the Atlantic Ocean like it's a puddle in the street. That's how big it is. It lands in the 500,000 seater SoFi Stadium. Three with a massive bump. Roman takes this Ortiz and Cody man to a great match, but eventually, 47 minutes later, after kicking out of three spears, Cotis, as it's known, will sick. Well, nail a sick shooting star press for the win. It's an emotional win, so emotional that the tears of Pharaoh the dog in 2032, when he'll be about a million dog years old, his tears falling into one of the fatty crevices sees Ortiz and Cody morph back into mere mortal, normal men, just innocent men. As they shrink down, Cody gets on his haunches. He's eye to eye with his pup. The still old, sorry, the still beautiful, but really old Pharaoh. He starts singing The Long and Winding Road by William Gareth Gates. And that's how WrestleMania 48 goes off the air. Cody heads up Raw with the Dory title and then Ortiz takes the Universal title to SmackDown. It was a few cans. It was, it was Star of Prominent, in case you want to know how many juices were titillated there. Um, but it was nice. I like how for a bit, it wasn't about splitting the titles, but merging the challenges. Yeah, that's the only way Roman is getting me. <laughs> Andrew, thoughts and concerns and compliments? Uh, I don't think there's any concerns, personally. No, I, mean, I think I uh, Ross has done a great job in in actually bringing someone into the picture that, that it seems like push. we've all... It feels like we, we, we've all forgot about Otis in this, in this whole entire situation. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I mean, it's debatable whether you need to merge Cody and Ortiz together to be able to beat Roman when you've got just Ortiz on his own. A good point, Andrew. You know well I mean? made. You, you, know you mean? would say that sentence when you woke up this morning. <laughs> I don't think we need to merge Cody and Ortiz. <laughs> but it's possible. You sit on that sofa long enough, there's everything starts to interlock. If we want to make a statement, though, that's that's where we've got to head down. Uh, Ross, it's... It, delightful like, it was an absolute treat it was like gorging on a feast the a feast that I imagine pop. biscuits and pop so it, yeah why, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, Big uh, yeah it's a yes from me uh, my favourite part was the fact they have their own little shape yeah <laughs> and I want I want his story <laughs> I want the story of the chef that just spends his whole day making biscuits and handing pop to this this gelatinous biscuit. His name is Gary Biscuits. <laughs> He's paid very well. He's paid in biscuits. <laughs> but he makes himself. He makes himself biscuits and then the Cody Ortiz goes, I love them. <laughs> That's how it works. I can't feed my family now. <laughs> I can't even see my feet. There's a lot of my family. <laughs> it's... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a yes. Oh, of course it's a yes. I'll get it. That's got to be on par with I was George, George Chips. I don't know. I'd just like food, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chips ticked off, biscuits tipped nice. off. What's next? What's next? <laughs> from now on, Ross, have you seen? From now on, I think Andrew and I will agree. Every time you do nine pitches, write the first two, then have many cans of Star Prague and Red Stripe, Please. and then come at the third. <laughs> I, I don't, right. I can't top that now. Good luck, Andrew. We can't top that now. Good luck, it, it, it pales in comparison. Um, does Roman Forge a gelatinous I creature? I literally wrote as well, this one's rather far out there, and it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in comparison to what you have just done. <laughs> Nothing at all. This is so, wildly unbelievable. <laughs> Roman Reigns continues his dominance throughout 2023. Headed into 2024, his heat grows to nuclear levels as his family continue to interfere in his matches to ensure the titles remain in the Tribal Chief's grasp. He beats an extremely over-babyface Seth Rollins after they finally run it back, run it back following the 2022 Royal Rumble Buckle, and when they make us believe that all the family spats are behind them, the tribal chief finally ousts Jey Uso from the bloodline in tremendously brutal fashion. He's got the heat. He's hot. He's like Spain in the summer. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Roman has done it all. He's beaten the best. He's overcome every single credible challenge that WWE has to offer. Even Dwayne's too scared to return because he knows his place at the table. He always knew what the outcome would be from day one. So it doesn't matter who wins the Royal Rumble this year. It's already guaranteed that Reigns has smashed them and sent them packing before. We move forward to the 2024 Royal Rumble match where the 30th entrant is about to make their way to the ring and join as one of the final four competitors. The lights dim before a voice message before a voice message seemingly coming from the mouth of one Paul Levesque can be heard echoing throughout the arena. He says, you caused quite the stir last year, but it certainly caught our attention. Look, now, things might not have panned out for you here in the past. However, we've seen what you can do, and we've seen how much you've accomplished in such a short period of time. It'd be stupid for us not to bring you on board. So, whatever they're offering you, we'll double it. Give me a call back, and hopefully we'll see you in 2024, kid. Ooh. <laughs> a single spotlight illuminates the entranceway as a figure standing with their back to the ring. The camera slowly... Uh, sorry. A single spotlight illuminates the entranceway as a figure standing with their back to the ring and the cameras slowly lifts their head and place a Burberry scarf around their neck. Gary Biscuits. Gary Biscuits. <laughs> WWE won the bidding war of 2024. Oh, MJF it. is the final entrant in the Royal Rumble. Oh. He goes on to win the match and challenges Roman for the Universal title, telling Reigns that he might have already beaten the best that WWE has to offer, but he hasn't been in the ring with someone like Maxwell Jacob Friedman. The tribal chief dismisses this. He's just like Cody. He ran away from one company to the other because he couldn't get it done but MJF assures Roman that that's not the case no no MJF accomplished everything and more in AEW he did it all there was nothing left for him no more goals to aim for at the grand old age of just 28 
eight. And that's when his attention turns to Roman Reigns. Since the conversation all over the wrestling landscape was constantly, who's the better heel? Who's a better champion? MJF or Roman Reigns? And that ate away at MJF. After everything he achieved at such a young age, he still has to prove to a bunch of stupid marks why he is the best, why he must be etched into wrestling's Mount Rushmore when the dust is settled. See, MJF knows how Roman thinks. They're a lot alike in some respects, but the only difference is MJF is the one who gets his hands dirty to accomplish what needs to be done. He tells Roman he's been on the other side of the fence. He's been the one at the side of the top guy, the one to betray them in the end to get where he needs to go, planting doubts in this, planting doubts of seed in Roman's mind about his own family. So Roman not only needs to keep an eye on MGF, but those close to him if he truly wants to be the best in the world. Ultimately, MJF is obviously the one to dethrone Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Mm. He uses mind games to outsmart Roman, pushing Reigns to distance himself from the bloodline out of paranoia. The promos, obviously, between MJF, Roman, and Heyman would be on another level of good. And then you've possibly got a Cody feud to build off that, too, if you want it. Just a bit. Of, I said it's just a bit of a silly pitch. Again, nothing in comparison, Ross, Wolfly right unrealistic. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> unrealistic. That's very realistic. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I personally believe the bidding war 2024 is just a load of bollocks from MJF. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, I think it was staying at AEW. That is something I want to see. The mm. prospect of MJF in Dury, just to see if he can keep the things that makes him MJF, is something yeah. I want to see play out. Mm. Just to see if it happens or not. Yeah, definitely. I like the fact that we've all gone for Roman having these big clattering matches and for someone to beat him that way. Whereas you've gone, actually, here's a guy that can rent an apartment in his head mm. and beat him psychologically. Yeah. There's not many that can do that. So I like the, the slap that MJF brings to it. Yeah. He isn't going to out-punch him, but he's certainly going to, you know... Google his name games. and then find out something that happened when he was a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he, that man knows how to Google. I had a picture with him one day. <laughs> way back in 2008. <laughs> yeah, you saw me at Wet n Wild. I'm going to leave you wild and woolly. MJF. Tell you, tell you it's a yes from me as well. I like it. It's, a, it's, a, it's a great way to bring in MJF and make him feel like a star. Mm. Like immediately stick him in there with Roman and have him take out Roman. It'd be, you know, WWE are always somewhat reluctant historically to go, oh, you're a star somewhere else? Well, here's our biggest toy. Yeah. Have a trophy. They've been reluctant to do that, but you know what? No better time to change mm. that mindset than should they win the bidding war of 2024? <laughs> and then MJF can be like, look, Cody, I did it. You didn't. Dafty. And then they just start oh. the fight. Mm. Write all the roller coasters together. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's a yes from me. Thank you. Thank you very much. Right, so my final pitch. I couldn't remember whether we had to have it wrapped up by Mania next year, but I've coloured outside the lines a little bit oh. on this one. Cheetah! <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> Biscuits. <laughs> it's Sunday night, April the 7th, 2080. It's WrestleMania 96. Live from the Amazon Google Tesla Walkers Hyper Stadium in New San Angeles. You see, Demolition Man was right all along, but there was a moonquake in 2051 that caused it to dissolve, and Earth King Donald Trump Jr. Jr. commissioned a new one to be built. By the way, it's called a Hyper Stadium because they use the controversial Isaac Newton Bill Gates imitation gravity rays. That way, people don't have to wear the Earth Nikes to stop them floating off into space. A common problem since Jeff, Bezo Jeff Bezos built a megacity in the Earth's core in 2069 that buggered stuff up. Nice. WrestleMania has been downloaded into the production droid's minds, then re-downloaded several more times as the Vince McMahon AI brain that lives on top of the WWE moon base wasn't happy with it. Hot new R&B star performs the <laughs> WrestleMania anthem, which is three clicks and a, and a minor B tone, which is what music is now. 
The performance received 8 billion downvotes on social media app Gur and Zuz immediately announced his own cancellation. The show features some well-received sports entertainment. Rue Lopez, the night that she enters the Hall of Fame, the daughter of Becky Lynch, wins her 42nd Women's Championship to a roaring ovation. However, 12 seconds later, people begin booing, complaining the title reign has already lasted too long. Charlie Dempsey Jr. becomes the first intercontinental champion with a brass hand after he famously lost his hand installing an anti gravity bathroom in his granddad's anti-gravity bungalow and Steen Owens with a clone of his father Owen Steen and his grandfather Kevin Owens watching from the balcony finally defeats his arch rival Sad Ape the pioneering wrestling NFT in a match where the floor was literally lava owing to the stadium being built near a lava power plant in 2075 which was a terrible idea yeah, about 19,530 earth clicks into the event which is what we call six hours now since the time <laughs> riots in 2071 it was the main event. Out comes Roman Reigns, 94 years old and still on top, being wheeled out by Jimmy and Jay and flanked by 32 additional Uso sons and cousins. Turns out it's not a family, it's a factory. He hoisted, <laughs> he's hoisted into the ring by the Dyson Ramp Master 9000 and as a hologram of Paul Heyman appears next to him, he is honoured by booze being mashed on the crowd's reactor-trons. One attempted to throw their receptacle of Amazon Pepsi Cola, but it was shot down in midair by a drone and said throw was immediately cancelled on all social media. Roman raises his titles aloft. Actually, he raises his hands up and two ugly augmented reality belts are superimposed on the screen. The WWE logo shrunk down to make room for a much larger logo for this year's belt sponsor. Kevin Dunn's still around. He's still there. <laughs> He's still doing it. Uh, the logo of this year's belt sponsor, which is fried wasp flavored M&M's. We're eating bugs more now since the chicken riots of 2072. <laughs> Roman Reigns' opponent heads to the ring. As he reaches his mid-90s, Cody Rhodes believes that now, after 15 attempts in the WrestleMania main event, now is the time to finish the story. Which is ironic, since stories were outlawed in 2077 by Amazon and Google and replaced with emojis. There was going to be story riots in 2073, but because we hadn't quite got used to the new clocks following the aforementioned time riots, nobody turned up. Cody is held down to the ramp by his five children, all called Dusty, his ten grandchildren, also all called Dusty, <laughs> and Pharaoh, a gift presented to Cody by the Jim Henson Muppet Wing of Boston Dynamics. A billion dollars worth of pyro goes off and both Cody and Roman jump out of their skin. Cody waves his hand at a production droid, grumbling, bloody kids, keep the noise down. Roman takes the microphone to address the 250,000 humans and others in attendance and gives us his famous catchphrase. Dear God, please somebody take the belt off me. I am so, so tired. Roman takes his cod liver oil tablets and Cody has a quick wee before the bell sounds and we're underway with the main event of WrestleMania 96. The Michael Cole and Taz AI commentators lifted from a copy of Smackdown Just Bring It that was found in a landfill tell the story. This singles match is great, says Taz. <laughs> they lock up and Roman applies a headlock. He takes Cody to the floor, keeping his head trapped in the sleeper. This was a tactical error by the 90-year-old Roman Reigns who missed his midday nap. Both he and Cody simultaneously fall asleep in the center of the ring. The referee wakes them up by throwing Werther's originals directly at their faces. The toffee aroma finally stirring the tribal chief who pulls Cody to his feet and knocks him down with a peacemaker three punch. This is the Superman punch but of course as we know it was ah. changed per a deal to bring John Cena in for Wrestlemania 76 to promote peacemaker three. <laughs> 
He ended up filming a commercial for Amazon Google woke cat food instead and didn't turn up. But the contract for the name change was watertight and WWE had already printed 10 million I just got the Peacemaker three punch by Roman Reigns t-shirts. So what can you do? Roman sighed and prepared to pin the unconscious Cody again. No. But was, dis <laughs> but was distracted by a production droid entering the ring holding a piece of paper. Roman fumbled in each of his pockets, all six of them, for his reading glasses and placed them over his nose. The paper in Dot Matrix prints was a message from the McMahon AI brain that we mentioned on the moon base earlier. Simply said, change my mind, Cody wins, lol. A tear rolled from Roman's eye. His watch had finally ended. He lay down on the canvas and placed Cody's arm over him. The Alexa referee registered a pinfall event and counted 346 nanoclicks, which is three seconds in old time. <laughs> and Cody Rhodes was declared the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion with M&Ms. Cody's family lifted the patriarch to his feet as Downstate Kingdom played in all the audience's minds via the orb, that new invention that's in your head that we can't turn off. The story had ended and Cody was the champion. 90 years of chasing and finally Cody had achieved his dream. Anyway, Charlie Dempsey Jr. Had, and his wire transfer had, had accidentally fell out of the ringside area. Code Charlie Dempsey Jr. then wire transferred his Bitcoin in the wallet memory stick that guaranteed him a title shot when and where he wanted it. He punched Cody with his brass hand and won the belt at the end. You are going to look wow. fantastic when this actually happens. <laughs> I was if you're say. sat there, what year would this be? Uh, this would be uh, 2080. If this is being aired in 2080, <laughs> wow. When Charlie Dempsey Jr. wins the title with his brass ant. <laughs> I was thinking it's going to be like a Simpsons episode, isn't it? You know, where they always <laughs> yeah. go back and go, oh my God, the Simpsons got proven just right to do again it. This week, didn't it? Did with it? The, the Barbie movie and Trump getting arrested. No happened. way. They predicted that in the same really? segment as well. Oh, yeah. But they did feel like Charlie Dempsey Jr.'s brass ant. <laughs> well, that's because you've done it now for um, everybody instead. Done it. What do you reckon? There's just delightful. one thing missing. <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> One more retirement match. <laughs> Just to round off the ensemble. If I have Ric Flair walk out and go, come on, Junior! <laughs> I've got all day! That's what we're taking over the edge. It's a yes I love, me. oh my God, if Ric Flair came back, but he was just like, he, he, like nothing about Ric Flair has changed. He's still just Ric Flair. Of all, like he's got none of these implants, none of this stuff. He's Ric just Flair's Ric Flair, last match 38. Ready to go. Uh, the, the creativity on display there, Tom, was, was on another level. I feel like I've let the the team down. Oh, no way. Sandwiched between no, Andrew, two. You've, you've done the video right. No, <laughs> I, yeah. haven't. Yeah. I haven't. People will be delighted with yours. Sandwiched <laughs> between two fantastic pitches right there. Delightful, Tom. It's a, it's a yes from me. Come I can't, on. I can't say no to that one. So a lot of yeses all round for nine yeah. pitches. Yeah. A friendly table. It's been a friendly table discussing the head of the table. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. What was your favourite? Which one made you sad? Or do you have any better options? Do you? Got anything better to say? Let us know in the comments down there. For Ross Tweddle, for Andrew Hodkinson, and for myself, Tom Campbell. Jack, we'll see you at the next one. It's what, how do you end it? It's what we want. Uh, Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 